All right, what's happening, everybody? Thanks again for checking in. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. We have a very special dude here today with us. Uh, this dude, I've literally seen him and known him since he was a baby. So uh, I think you're going to love him. Everyone does. It's hard not to. Uh, let's get into it. Jojo Velasquez, what's happening? What is up? How are you? I'm doing awesome. Do you prefer Jojo or Johanny? Anything. I mean, my dad's full name is, is Eddie Richie Velasquez. Okay. And my name is Richie Johanny Velasquez. Okay. So like Richie, Johanny, Jojo, whatever it is. Okay. I didn't know because if you were going to say, I like this as opposed to anything else, right. we'd run with it from now on. Look, but Jojo, if you have... Jojo's been the go-to for quite a while now. Jojo's so. how I know you. Yeah. So if you're all right, we'll just go with that How one. about this? What would you guys call me when I was running around as a little baby on this camp? Hey, get that little baby out of here is pretty much what we <laughs> usually said. There you go. But <laughs> I don't think that really <laughs> relates anymore to what's going on. No, because now I'm a big boy. You're a big boy. So get that baby out of here doesn't yeah. really apply. Just so. turned 19. How about that? Happy birthday. Thank you. I'd say congratulations, but it's not really right. something that you really strived for or anything. It just yeah, kind of happened. Sure. So happy birthday. It's pretty crazy because like, I remember when I was 17 turning 18, it felt like a bigger deal. And then 18 turning 19, I was like, eh, still feel young. But now I'm imagining turning 20. And I'm Tw- like, gosh, 20 is huge. 20 is a huge step. That's a benchmark right there. It is a benchmark. Absolutely. That's crazy. It's it's wild. And then just think of this. After 20 is 21, and you are as adult as you get. Crazy. After that, you're adult and just the age change. But you're an adult as soon as 21 hits. But, you know, I concerned. think like Unison, we're staying kids forever. Hey, this place Always. is the fountain of youth. Woodward Camp is the is the yeah. fountain of youth. So that's <laughs> kind of what I tell. Riding bikes, skateboards, action sports, all that stuff. As long as you're active, having fun, having a good time, living your life, doing what you want, that's the fountain of youth. Just keep doing it. Happy. That's right. That's right. So another thing that I can congratulate you on is you just graduated high school. It's yes. official. Seriously. How wild is that? Because you've been in doing what you do for a long, for a long time, time. And now you can – you're free. free. You're yeah. a free man. I'm a free man. No, it's crazy because in fifth grade, that was my last year of public school Yeah. because I got really passionate in the sport of hockey. Mm-hmm. So I decided to throw public school away to start homeschooling so I can travel back and forth to L.A. and um, just play ice hockey and kind of travel the United States and doing tournaments and stuff. So you played in L.A. even though you lived in Tehachapi out at yes. Woodward West? Yes, which is about a two-hour drive. LA okay. To so how did that work? You just played for a, a local team or, or it was how, a pretty how did it, work? it was a pretty high-level team um, out of Van Nuys, L.A. Okay. And, you know, we lived at Woodward, which is in Tehachapi. And my the, the rink that I played at was two hours away. So because it was a high-level team, we had to commit to five five practices a week. Wow. So so you had to make... So five days a week, we're driving two Ten hours, hours of driving <laughs> yeah, a week yeah. just for you to play hockey. Two wow. hours to the rink and two hours back. That's dedication. But you know what? It's crazy because I think back, and most of the time on those drives, I was sleeping. Yeah, so, so the dedication is more geared towards your parents than anything for parents. hooking you yeah. up with that. They uh, they really saw something in you with the with the hockey, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's definitely taking me places, so I'm, I can't thank them enough for that. Yeah, taking you to and from L.A. from Tehachapi, that two hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't imagine the amount of In-N-Out Burger that you've <laughs> oh eaten throughout goodness. those drives. Dude, if someone hasn't had In-N-Out Burger before, I always tell them, like, you got to at least try it once in your life. That's It's special. You've had it, right? Uh, I've heard of it, yeah. No, you haven't no, had it. No, of course I've had it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm probably eating my weight in, in and out burger. <laughs> I had a layover in L.A. It was a two-hour layover. I jammed. as fa- I had a backpack. I, would, I was coming from Canada, and for some reason they routed me f- through L.A. over 
to wow. PA. So I I was I ha- I had my cold weather cold weather clothes on going down to LA with a backpack. So I got out of the airport, ran that whatever it is, oh, mile and a half to 2 miles from the terminal to In-N-Out Burger LAX. <laughs> <laughs> got in and out and ran back, back, like trying to drink this milkshake and, and eat the burger. And I put the burger in my backpack, but I was holding the milkshake. Okay. And I got back to security, and I was sweating like you oh, could only man. imagine because I had like a sweatshirt on and I you had like jeans so on. I went through because they 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 have that. Not, it's not an X-ray machine, but it ch- tests your your uh, body temperature, your core temperature, all right. that stuff, and and then obviously the X-ray machine and and just the machines you go the security machines. I went through it and I was literally glowing. They pulled me oh aside and they're like, gosh. "What is happening?" And, and I pulled in and out out of my backpack and yeah. I was like, "Dude, I had to have this. I was only yeah. here for an hour and a half. I ran and I came back and they're like." That's understandable. Go on through. And I was like, wow, I got the free pass. So I'm it's not, in and out. It's in and out. It was yeah. so funny. I, I showed him the milkshake and I showed him my hamburger that I was about to devour. And they're wow. like, go enjoy that. Imagine if they were like, sorry, we can't let you pass this point. I would have eaten it right then and there. That's it. I would not have taken another step forward or backwards. I was just eating it right there That's in the security line. But that was uh, that was my story and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, dude. In and out's the place to go. And here they have um, five guys. Five guys, yeah. But I feel like it's so expensive. It's uh, it's different. It's not the exact same, but it's it's different. It has its place, but it's uh, if you have your chance of one or the other. But all right, I'm excited to talk forever about In and Out and Five Guys and junk food and stuff like that. But the reason <laughs> we're really here is to try to get back to you. So absolutely. Uh, so obviously, one of the you had a pretty exciting year to say the I least did. last year. Yeah. Uh, with the Red Bull crashed ice. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Well. Um, as few may know, Red Bull Crash Dice is a race. So just imagine hockey players without a stick and puck, wearing the full gear, racing four people at a time on a track made of ice, trying to cross that finish line. And this track has huge jumps, high vertical drops. It's like a BMX track. Twists, turns. Made of ice. Right? It, yeah, no, it's insane. And you're allowed to shove kind of here and there. It, it gets gritty for sure. I'll bet. But, um, yeah, you just want to be that man to pass that line. And it's huge. It's like, I mean, people have gone up to, to 50 miles an hour. That's pretty impressive. Going down that have thing. you been timed at how fast you've gone? I haven't. Like, have you been clocked? Yeah. No? I mean, so it, it comes down to science, really. Like, the heavier you are, the bigger you are, the moment. The, the more moment mass you have to bring. Exactly, exactly. So, like, for example, I had a race in Finland. And the racetrack was the longest track in the history of the sport. And I was like, oh, I'm going to kill everyone. My stamina is phenomenal. I feel like I'm going to be the best person on this track. And I went on my time trial, and I got like 55 seconds. Or sorry, a minute and 55 seconds. Yeah. Wow, a minute and 55 seconds to, to going go down this whole track, all right? out. And I was like, oh, I got can. the best time. Like, I'm ready. And then there were like guys that were terrible skaters, could barely stand up on their feet. On their feet. That were beating me by like 10 seconds. No way. Yeah. And I was like – I went up to Cameron Nas, the world champion. I'm really close with him. He's like a mentor of mine. I was like, Cam, like what is this? Like I felt so good on the track. And he said it's just because they're bigger. They're heavier than you. They're so heavier. They don't have to work as hard to to maintain that speed. And to so you so you just need to put on some weight. I just got to put on some – I got to eat more In-N-Out Burger. You need to put, eat more In-N-Out Burger. But, well, uh, <laughs> this is an off-topic thing. I'll bring this up after our conversation and stuff. We can talk yeah. off mic. But Kelly – my wife, that you've met her a couple times, yeah. but you, uh, we were here the other day and just kind of hanging out. And as, after we, as we left, we're like, she, she says, 
I think JoJo could be a monster if he had a proper nutrition, a proper <laughs> diet, and a proper like workout regimen. Because that's right. what she does. That's yeah. the kind of thing she does. She's yeah. a trainer. So yeah. she saw you, and she's like, I would love to work, whoop him into shape. Dude, well, next year, if, if I do it again, I think that would be a sweet setup. I would hope that you would do it again because yeah. you walked away as champion. Yeah. So unless you're going to do well, a one-and-done okay, so, championship so status the thing. Here's the thing is get I have, away. Because Rebel Crash Dice, it's opened up many doors. Like next year coming um, in August to September, I might have the opportunity of going to Montreal and seeing what Circus Soleil is about. Wow, very cool. So yeah, they called me up and it's What insane. show is that that you'd be working with? So like on? Circus Soleil is like it's just the name, but there's so many little shows that go off that that branch yeah, off. Of course. The show that they want me to do is called Crystal. Crystal. And okay. Crystal is uh the show is based on an ice rink. And really they just want um a guy that can flip like front flip and back flip on ice. Yep. On synthetic ice ramps. Consistently, of course. I've, I've seen I've seen them. I'm familiar with the ramps. They actually contacted me about making them at one point in time, but no way. it just didn't work out for That's me awesome. to be able to do it. But yeah, I'm yeah. familiar with them. But I feel I'm terrible when it comes to ice skating. Absolutely right, right. terrible. <laughs> I, I'm one of those people that you were saying I can I, I can almost stand up on both feet at the same time. I have right. the double blades. And, double blades. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't have that. But uh, but <laughs> the, the kids double blades. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah. So. I could imagine it feels so strange going from the actual ice to that synthetic, like plastic type stuff. It's got. Have you actually ridden one of these before? I have. How, so, now it's got to feel strange, right? It, it is. Or do you just get used to it? It's hard to explain because it does feel like ice. I think where it gets you is if you try to turn on that surface. Oh, okay. It feels completely different. Okay. So, like, but as long example, as you're straight, you're okay. As long as you're straight, you're good. Okay. So, like for example, in France last year. Um, I had a Rebel Crash Dice event, and one of the ramps was way too steep yeah. and went up too fast. Oh, no way. So it was like people were hitting that bump. It was too much compression. Yeah. So they were they were just falling every time. So they had to mellow Eating it, it out. Eating it into the lip almost. Yeah, they had to mellow it out by uh, creating like a foot higher uh, synthetic ice. They just made oh, mellow. wild. And um, I mean, I really didn't notice anything. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It sounded differently. Oh, did it? But it felt felt pretty much the same. Huh. Well, that's cool. So that's kind of what you're – because uh, yeah. that was going to be one of my next questions is yeah. what's the next step? You're graduated yeah. high school. You're 19. So yeah. you were able to, to compete in the crashed ice at 18, but you were in the junior ranks, the junior if I'm not mistaken. Which is 16 so, to 21. 16 to 21. So tw- right. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. So that's how they work. That's how they break it up. Okay. Yeah. So 16 to 21, you walked away as a champion. And was yeah. that your first year competing? That was – okay. So – 2017 to 18 was my first year competing, but that was about half a year. Okay. So for every season of Red Bull Crash Dice, there's four main races. Okay. And that, my first year, 2017 to 2018, I did a race in St. Paul Mm -hmm. and a race in France. Okay. And I ended up getting second, actually. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is something I could really pursue and do well in. And I was like, mom, dad, I would like to sacrifice my my passion of hockey and go ahead and give Rebel Crash Dice a shot. So we went full force into the next season and I won in Japan, which was my first Rebel Crash Ice like race win. Right. And then um I went to Russia and I won in Russia and then I lost in Finland actually. Really? I got fourth. I got disqualified. Really? I don't yeah. think I knew that. So I have I have a, a rivalry, or I had a rivalry, because now this oh, person I love it. Let's now this it. person is in the adult division. But I had a rivalry with a guy named Yoni Sarnen, who was a, a Finnish athlete, phenomenal athlete. Okay. 
and uh, I just I don't know what it was about the guy. I didn't like him. Oh, just because he was a bad sport, and okay, and because he had that mentality, no one really respected him as a rider. But whenever gotcha. you raced with him, he was really like chippy and dirty. Yeah, and if you won, he was the one to pout and cry. And um, this track in Finland, he had rode on for years before. Oh, is that right? So it's a permanent track. It's, it's a not... permanent track. Oh, yeah. wow. So Crazy. He was completely so he good. fully had home exactly. team advantage. Exactly. So um, we were like 30 feet from the finish line, and I was passing him. I was coming in with way more speed than him, and he he elbowed me back. He gave you a dirty. And I was like, this guy. So He, he did you dirty. He did me dirty, and when he pushed me, I started to fall. And it's crazy because I grabbed him. And and that he fell with me, but the insane part is, is I don't remember grabbing him at all. It was just and, in the heat of the moment. And I ran, I got past the finish line, and I clicked the protest button. Yeah. Because um, I was protesting what he did, and then they replay it. And, and they saw you and grab him. I completely grabbed his jersey. I had no idea I grabbed him. I think I was just in the moment so much, and I was so mad that it just happened. Wow. Yeah. So you called the button on your own, on yourself, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was 50-50. And you know what? I think part of it, too, is they wanted to create, like... Drama. Drama coming into Boston, because Boston was the main race. Boston was for the Junior World Championship title. Right. So, it was cool. I mean, like, at the end of the day, it was totally worth the experience. Um, Now, I mean, this might be a silly question, but I know in, like... I mean, I'll use it as an example, but it might be a bad one, but, like, WWF wrestling and stuff. Those dudes, they're just, like, monsters. They're enemies, sworn enemies out in the ring, but you go backstage, and they're, like, homies and stuff. Is that kind of how it is there, too? Or are you actually, like, salty with each other about that thing? That that Finnish kid, I definitely did not. um, Weren't fans of. Well, you know, I I tried to kill him with kindness as much as I could. And, like, I respect everyone. And I feel that's a, that's kind of yeah. you in a nutshell. Just yeah. whether you like or whether you like someone or not, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna be the no, same exactly. nice person. And you know what? Way. I tell everyone like when you go there, everyone has their strategy of of coping with that stress before a race. Like yeah. for example, you got to be confident because that's what helps you perform. And for me to stay confident, I kind of fake it. I, I you know I walk around with that smile with my head up high, and I just I stretch and I talk to everyone, and um, that. Also includes me being super nice and just pumping everyone up at the same time, but really deep inside I'm like dying. <laughs> like yeah, but you realize that's Muhammad Ali, that's Mike Tyson. They did the same the thing, same whether thing, they were scared, yeah. whether they were nervous, whatever. Right. They they yeah. were just that monster. Right. Whether you knew what was deep inside or not, <laughs> like you, they were just monsters on the outside. But, Absolutely. But fortunately for them, and fortunately for you, like people can only see. Skin deep. They skin, can only yeah. see what you're showing, what you're portraying. Right. So if you sh- showed that you're scared, nervous, and all that, people are going to see that and yeah. they're going to pounce. But when you are just a monster, monster just animal, yeah. ready to they attack on the outside, yeah. they yeah. see that and they that's that. what freaks them out. Right. So and I keep feel that like, up. I feel like also what you what you seed in your mind kind of manifests. Yeah. And it and then it like kind of reciprocates like. Right. So, you know, there was this cool little thing I read about. Actually, no, I didn't read about it. My dad told me. He said gorillas, when they pound on their chest, it's yeah. them showing their confidence, which yeah. in turn makes them more confident. Totally. So me walking around feeling like faking my confidence helps me in the long run. Well, that's the same as like affirmations when people yeah, look exactly. at themselves in the mirror and say, every day, every yeah, <laughs> every day in every way, I'm, I'm strong. Yeah, all that stuff. So that's ba- so, that's exactly the yeah, same thing. That's our versions of affirmations. Yeah. It's just them beating their chest. So if you if that was your thing where in the morning you wanted to look in the mirror and start pounding your own chest to, <laughs> yeah. to puff up your ego, yeah. 
<laughs> it really will work sooner or later. I mean, it, it sounds so crazy, but it actually does work. It helps. I mean, I used to do sales and stuff like that in the background and back in the day. And same thing. I would do affirmations. That's what they'd tell us to do. So I thought it was so stupid. But then I just did it yeah. and started doing it and kept doing it. And then before long, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make this. Sa-. Like, yeah, just you just habit. start believing it. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah. you really can. It's crazy what your mind can can, can do, can yeah. muster. Like the things that, that can uh, become reality just because you're thinking because it. You're like thinking it. it sounds so strange and wacky and, yeah. and mythical and mysterious. Yeah. But it really – there's some truth to it. I mean it's no, hard complete. to – I mean my first race in St. Paul – I was terrified. I had that stomach feeling like I was going to throw up. And um, luckily for me, I didn't – I got to experience that with Jimmy Hake and uh, Cameron Card. Oh, so, they homie, actually, so you had homies had with you, which helped. They actually came out and um, and competed in the freestyle event. Okay. And uh, I was so nervous. My first run I went in was just – it was almost like I never skated before. Like I yeah. was terrible. I didn't land one trick. I was shaky. And then the next run – Jimmy Hake went and got zeros for all of his scores. Really? And I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, yeah. I think he got one one. He okay. got one one to zeros because there were people holding up cards at the bottom. Oh, okay. And he went over to the mascot of an NBA team in uh, in Minnesota and started fake fighting him, Li- like literally fake punching him. And everyone went crazy for it. It was awesome. They all loved it. Yeah. And it just made me realize I'm like, like wow, like I'm here to experience this. Not totally. To, not to just kill myself with with the nerves, just to enjoy this moment because you never know what could happen after. Absolutely. And I, from that moment on, I just I just smiled. I had fun. I stopped thinking about what other people thought, and it was just the best experience. That's what it's about. That's what it's and, about. And it was yeah, it was good. Awesome. I mean, at the end of the day, you just gotta keep telling yourself this is just a show. This is just a show. It's a show. Like yeah. whether I mean, yes, it's a competition, yeah. but that competition at the end of the day is a show. It is a it's show. a TV show. It's yeah. a computer, an internet show. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if you can be that guy where you just – The crowd favorite. The crowd favorite. Just start yeah. ha- play fighting with the right. local mascot yeah. or just being goofy or, or whatever. That's why people – like they hype up the crowd. <laughs> they they do the fist to the, fist to the sky right. after their run just to like get the crowd to get on their side because yeah, if the absolutely. crowd's on your side, then the judges kind of can't help but to add a couple extra – Fractions of a point yeah, to your score right. no, or whatever totally. it is. So, I mean, totally. it, it all helps. It's all part of yeah, it. It's my con- all, all my a scam. My conspiracy theory is uh, in Finland, when I got disqualified, they, they made him win so they could you know, make oh, that, is that rivalry right? coming into Boston. There we go. I think it was really 50-50. I mean, it could have gone either way. It's ratings. That's what it is. It it's is a show. It is, it's yeah. a show. But that's fun. That's, so, I mean, you got to experience it. Mm-hmm. So, now you're graduated high school. You're, you just had a birthday. You're 19 years old. You're still able – I mean, you're you're a champion. So if you decide, I mean, at this point, do you have to stay in the juniors, so or can you step up because you're a champion? That's the thing is, I'm still going to compete in the juniors division. Um, the only thing is, is I have to qualify in many events since I'm going to stay in the juniors division. Okay. So um, when I go to these mini events, they're the placing I get. If I get like top three for United States, then I get a free pass into a, a men's competition. Uh, okay. So, and if I end up doing crash dice again next year, I'm going to go full force and train my butt off. Right. And actually, I'm going to win the men's event. Like, that is what I'm going to do if I compete again. Very that's cool. I think that's admirable. I think that's pretty awesome. I mean, it's 
it's the logical step. You won. You already got your championship. For you sure. won. So what's the point of giving another championship if you can step up to the next Absolutely. level and, and start competing and try and yeah. giving it your all with that way, which I think is awesome. Now, you keep saying, I might, I I think, maybe. Yeah. Uh, are you pretty sure about the Cirque du Soleil? Yeah, like, so is that going to keep you away from the crash dice? Is that why gotta, you keep saying that? I just got to wait and, and figure out what they – what the contract is going to say. Because I know, uh, okay. I know when elusive I get there, contract. I know they're going to put the contract in my face and they're going to try to sign me. Because they really want me. You know, it's crazy because when he called me, he's like, we've been watching you for like three years. Um, and I was like, oh my God, three years? He's like, yes, we, we take scouting really seriously. I wow. Was like, That's awesome. Um, I'll, yeah, they're going to fly me out to, uh, to Montreal in August. And they're going to put that contract in my face, and I need to negotiate. So you're going, you're going basically to audition, even though they yeah, know they want you. Yeah, you still have much. to go audition, skate yeah, yeah. with them, hang yeah, out, exactly, do all that stuff. And um, I just I know my worth, and I'm going to negotiate with that with that with them. And um, what I want is just to be able to compete and see my family more often than right? than the normal athlete. That's awesome. Um, also, I got to figure out. If I can do get education through yeah. them, which is a, a cool thing that they they do for their athletes. Well, that is pretty awesome. If that's something they actually offer, yeah. I would say jump on that because that is right. pretty impressive. I mean, yeah. obviously, you you know, I mean, you're no dummy. At the end of the day, Crash Dice is a contest, and Cirque du Soleil is basically a contest you win every single day, no matter what. However right. well you do, you're still right. getting the you get paid either way. It's right. not like oh, uh, you you put a foot down or no. you you put a hand down or, or something like exactly. that, so you're not getting paid. It's not like that. Right. It's <laughs> You win every day, you win every so day. it's kind of like guaranteed money as opposed to. Yeah. But at the same at the at at the same time, so the the competition thing is really what helps people strive. And some yeah. people are just don't like competition. Like myself, back in the day, I kind of hated competing and that whole thing. It just it's made tough. me nervous. Yeah. I mean, the nerves, the the having to get ready and prepare yeah. and mentally get focused and all that stuff. Yeah. Where at doing a show, it's just like it's. All fun. No, all it's all fun, and con- yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, yeah, if you're able to do both, then by all means, go know, for right. it, get it, get it. But at the same time, I think just and somebody told me back in the day, it, once you know your worth, that is huge. That's for absolutely sure. huge. So if you already know that and you're already past that point, right there is uh, leaps and bounds uh, ahead of where most. I'd say kids because you're 19. <laughs> Most kids at your age are because they're just starting right now. But you're already like – you've already got a championship belt. Und- like I'd say under your belt. Like You've got a championship belt. Like yeah, yeah, you've got sure. it. Like you've already attained some things that people strive for sure, a lot of their careers for. You've already got that. So yeah. I guess the next step is having the, the men's, the adult, like yeah. the higher – the next class. So yeah. once you have that, then – then it's all it's all good, but um, so what do you see coming from the crash dice thing? Because this is a fairly new sport, but it seems to be taking off. I mean, it's worldwide. Like when yeah. I when it first came out, there were like one competition yeah. a year, yeah, and and it was just that thing that yeah. Ba- I mean, anyone that has been on an ice skate or like does action sports are like, oh, that'd be interesting if oh, ice skating if you could have jumps and Rams, stuff. And then right. they did it. They kind of pulled it off and yeah. people are like wow that's such an interesting no it's crazy sport like an interesting race an interesting contest everyone so. i show they they freak out they're like what is this this is so cool i want to watch it's this. so Where interesting watch this? absolutely um and that's the that's the really cool thing is even though it's it's getting bigger it's still super small like, totally no one knows about it still 
And um, the but awesome, that's it's only going to grow. From it's there. only going to grow. Yeah, exactly. And the awesome thing about it is we have in in this Red Bull um, what they call the Ice Cross. It's called Ice Cross. That's yeah. the sport. In Ice Cross, we have twenty three committed countries right now. Okay. And for the Olympics, you only need twenty one. So wow, it is capable of being the Olympics one day, which I feel like I could really, I really got a good chance. Uh, I would say so. I mean, who would your uh, competition be for U.S. Uh, athletes in that sport? I have no idea. It, it would just... like. Do you have competition in that? It would for at, for U.S. athletes. So it wouldn't be age division. It would you know it'd be like it'd be overall to, to wherever. Sky's the limit. Three hundred years old. You know. Sky's exactly. the limit. Yeah. So in the juniors division, we really don't have that many good USA competitors. Okay. Um, which Why do you is think cool. that is? You know, I have no idea. I have no idea. Hmm. I've even tried to talk my hockey. Look into it. <laughs> like, hey, come, come try. It, you know, it's, it seems so interesting. Yeah. I mean, you. I mean, Grant. Grant is in the room as well. So, <laughs> I am out. here. I've Grant, been listening. <laughs> Grant used to play hockey with uh, with JoJo back yeah. in the day. Is this something that you've ever? I've thought about this actually. One hundred percent. When JoJo brought me out to inlighting when I was like twelve, it was a completely different atmosphere for me. I felt like a like a baby deer trying to walk. <laughs> it, it's it's so much different. So. Like, ice skating is one thing, but rollerblading is a completely different thing because you're on ramps now. It's different types of surfaces. And now you're... Vertical, com- horizontal. The, 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 you're the literally levels, combining... The changes. Yeah. You're literally combining the hardest parts about skating from rollerblading and ice skating. Because yeah. it's very slippery and very, very hard. And the... I mean... Rollerblading is just... I mean, even like roller, roller hockey and ice hockey are completely different. Yeah. Because it's just. It, it's, oh, yeah. I'm a goalie, so and I can't even slide in roller hockey. Oh, so is that, that right? It, yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's very difficult. You know, it's cool, too, because in the Red Bull events. Goldberg. They, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they do a goalie race, actually. Oh, they really? Just, in your in your in all your pads and setup and everything? Just for fun. Yeah. That's hilarious. I should probably look into that. <laughs> Dude, that would be so cool. Do so the race in all the pads? Yeah. And they have, you know, every once in a while they'll send a, a Red Bull-sponsored biking athlete. To go down the course. Oh, yeah. Play. I've seen a, a couple of my buddies yeah. have done that have, before. Oh, really? Yeah, so, Aaron was the one that did it in no Boston. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm buddies with uh, Aaron Chase. It looks Mountain sketchy Mikey. as heck. Like, he's going around those, those turns and he has his foot down helping him keep his balance. Totally. But he's got spikes through the tires. <laughs> yeah, spikes, so, he's, yeah. so he's able to kind of grip. But it seems so wacky. But he yeah. said it was so strange. Really? And, but fun at the yeah, same time. Yeah, just because, yeah. I mean, who, who gets to ride courses like that? So that's one of the perks of being involved with. I guess sponsors and and companies like that is being able to ride wacky stuff like of that course. or ride contests that no one gets to ride. I think that would be like out of Red Bull Crash Dice. My biggest dream would to be able to ride for a company like Red Bull because I do know they they really do take care of the athletes. Oh, absolutely. And they they make once sure you're part of the family, you're yeah, almost a lifelong part of the family. They make sure that you are well taken care of. And I was always thinking like it would be so cool to be sponsored by Red Bull and go like film a video in like I don't know like I don't know like Antarctica yeah like why go, not go ride on glaciers with my skates or... why not it's it's all possible that's completely up Red Bull's alley right. and like, I, can I, I could do that. I can 100% attest because I've built some wacky ramps and setups right. for Red Bull like BMX videos that yeah. we've filmed in the past and stuff and right. they love that stuff they eat that stuff up so if that if you're if you're gonna stick with it 
I only see it being a matter of time because you think we'll Cirque Soleil scouts their athletes for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Red Bull is on another level. They've probably been keeping their eye on you. If you we'll stick with it and keep with yeah. it, only time can tell. Or another company. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, the sky's I feel the like limit with possibilities and something sure. like this because it is such a brand new for sport. Sure. No one knows where it's going. No one knows what's going to happen. Exactly. If there's 23 countries that have signed on to this, yeah. that's outrageous. I know. It's that's insane. outrageous. And that's, I mean, how many years has it been around? Five? Six, maybe? I think longer. Well, I mean, maybe longer under the radar. I just, that's how long I've known it. Sure. Okay. But I think, um, I think the first one actually started with what's the sport where you go inside like that? Bobsled? Bobsled. Yeah, okay. Started with bobsledding. Oh, okay. And um, they would just get the rollerblades on because that isn't usually ice. Normally it's just like concrete. Right, 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 right. And people would just go down that in the rollerblades. And they were like, oh, let's try it on ice skates when it's frozen. And then yeah. it just kind of evolved. That's hilarious. That's what it is. Yeah, it's nuts. That's awesome. So I guess uh, that's, the, that's the next step is either yeah. Cirque du Soleil. And if you're able to, to kind of make it happen, you'll stick with crashed ice. So, yeah, so we'll be able to see you uh, – I guess challenge your title uh, next year as well, yeah, which would be yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, I mean, how is that traveling the world? I mean, it's before really that, fun. you didn't really have that much, oppor- yeah. that many opportunities to travel the world. No, I mean, not. so well, that's pretty exciting for you. There wasn't in like an incentive at the time, but um, no, it gives me a good excuse to go travel. Like you know, um, I went to Japan with my dad, which was phenomenal. It's a culture shock there. It's incredible. They're completely different. I. As terrible as it sounds, I like to imagine that they're like ants almost. Yeah. The way they act over there. Like every morning at like 7 sharp, everyone gets out in their black suits and ties with their black briefcase and they're walking around in lines. They mm-hmm. – like you know it's funny. We were we went street skating. Okay. Everywhere we went, we were getting stared at left and right. And there was one time where we crossed the light and I decided to jump over this railing that was like a foot tall. And I jumped over it. And one of the police officers there went nuts, like went haywire on me. He was like blowing his whistle, stop, stop, you cannot do that. Like it was insane because they follow the rules there. Like Wow. Yeah, it's nuts. But then from, from Japan we went to um, – I had my trip in Russia and I really wasn't a fan of Russia. I just felt kind of isolated. Okay. Maybe I was homesick because that was my first trip without my dad. Oh, okay. Um, But it was cool because I had a lot of my, my uh, crashed ice friends that were with me. Um, and then we went to Finland. Finland's beautiful. Finland is like everything's on a postcard there. Oh, okay. In uh, the sauna. I've never, I've never been to Finland, but it's Finland's, on our bucket Finland's list awesome. to, to go there someday. Yeah, it's cr- so cold. I mean, Russia was freezing. There was a, we were practicing on a track in Russia, and it was negative 20 Celsius. Oh, my gosh. So, like, my helmet um, was kind of keeping my head warm, but my cheeks were, like, hard, and the sweat from my face was causing a little frozen drip like droplet on my chin no way <laughs> yeah it was gnarly that is gnarly and wow then, and then boston boston was the greatest because we got to compete in fenway look at your hat oh man i just realized that's awesome boston boston that's where i'm from that's my hometown that's i love it so i got to see you up in boston i was like it's my boy repping up my home i wasn't hey, even able you, to be there and, and cheer you on did you watch the stanley cup game last night i did not unfortunately we don't have cable at our house so yeah. i wasn't able to watch it but dude we me and grant turned it on last night we live streamed it on this and did it, you really yeah you could just look it up nhl streams on reddit and uh three minutes now into i know the, three minutes like left into the third period and it was four zero yeah whoa but boston was losing goodness <laughs> not Losers good destroying them. <sighs> they got one though at the end yeah they got one at the end that's they went that's through awesome. some hardships though like chara broke his jaw 
During that game? Yeah. Last well, no, night. No, two games before. Oh, two games before. Blocked a shot. Puck went straight to his jaw. Snapped it. Of course, he got Whoa. back on the ice, but that, that's one of the best players. Like That's that's a beastly move to get your jaw snapped and then get and right then get back, back out the there. That's yeah. It's impressive. Sometimes, I mean, I say it in action sports. I say it some of the other mainstream sports. Like, I mean, obviously not hockey, but <laughs> like I see football, basketball, like baseball. I mean, I'm sure they're, it's, it's just kind of played out just because it's TV. But I see my buddies taking harder slams than some of these other guys on yeah. TV ta- would ever take. And they get right back on their bike. No problem. Just right. get right back into it, yeah. and then I'll see guys getting like a hangnail on basketball, and they'll be and they'll have like oh they'll, they'll be carted off the yeah. court and no. and back into the training room, and I it's just it, like wow, that's impressive. I see it impressive. happen in, in, uh, in Rebel Crash Ice. It's it's so crazy. Um, when you're under that stress of like, oh, I have two days left before my race. Yeah, people will go to crazy ex- like extents to to not compete. Totally crazy lengths to not compete. Like um. So many people seem completely fine, and they'll start making up excuses. Oh, yeah. my leg, my ankle. But at the same time, that's human nature. At the same time, a lot of people actually don't have experience to compete or to participate in this event, and they destroy their bodies. Yeah. So you, for this sport, you need ramp experience and you need ice skating experience. That's what I'm saying. You were pretty much bred for this so, because yeah, you grew up at Woodward Camp. When I'm doing my interviews, I literally say, like, I've been training for a sport my whole life. Without even knowing it. That I didn't even know existed. Wow. Um, but, yeah, no, like, when we went to France, there were so many rollerbladers that wanted to compete but had no ice skating experience. And I think the majority of them ended up having to get escorted off to the hospitals. No way. Because they, they just... No. They just got beat no up so bad. Like like wow. we were talking about, like it's completely different from rollerblading. Oh, it's a hundred percent different completely. from pretty much anything. anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I would say I don't know how many people would have. I would have, imagine there's a small handful out there that have similar experience, maybe not to For the sure. level you do, sure. but. I mean, a lot of – there's there's some crossover. There's got to be. I mean, I can't think of well, one. Well, JoJo was one of the faster skaters when he was trying out at 10 years old. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> was, he, he kicked our asses, our wow. butts. Yeah. Our butts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't remember, but – he With the puck, do. he was not that good at first. But, oh, okay. But he was so much faster than the rest of us on the ice. Is that right? You know, it's so funny. Just because you have the rollerblade background. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, it, it does transfer over. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's got to be a small no, for a sure. small community of dudes that, that did rollerblade or, or ice skate that do rollerblade as yeah. well. So they're yeah. kind of familiar. The, but you leaps and bounds ahead of everybody. You've got to you've got to be. You've grown up in a foam pit. And like JoJo started on the ramps. I started on the ice. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I feel like that's where a lot of pressure falls on my shoulders. Cause like, I know they I, expect I, yes, this from exactly. you. Yes, exactly. And you know what? I don't think it's that people expect. I think it's I think people expect. Yeah. You're put, so you're putting the pressure on yourself. Exactly. And that's where that whole mind game comes back in. And I have Which to is competition. Myself. I mean, you're always fine. I mean, just like you yeah. said, everyone's putting, like making up excuses. So yeah. that's just yourself making up excuses why right. you shouldn't deserve Exactly. At this what you have, but at the at the end of the day, like you deserve it. You've been literally practicing and training for this your entire life. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's obviously no way better. You got the championship. You I won. You proved that, it. Yeah. You might have a loss here and there, but even the best in the world might have an off day, right? An off like oh, totally. week, whatever. I mean, it totally. it happens. Like there were contests at Dave Mir, the best in the world in BMX. Uh, there are days he lost. There are days he yeah. didn't win, but. More often than not, 
he was, was the winner. Top. He was yeah. on top. He he walked away and he was first known place. As the best. He was known as the best. Yeah. But I mean, it's like Kelly Slater slips up. Kelly Slater <laughs> going I mean, back you, to surfing right now. Exactly. Exactly. It's everyone's going to have their good days and bad days. I mean, yeah. it just depends your upbringing. It depends your your dedication. How many? What the what the ratio is? Some totally. will some will far outweigh the other. And yeah. I mean, obviously, I think you're doing pretty well. You're sure. you're you're destined for something like this. <laughs> so it would be silly. I mean, obviously, you're you're your own boss. You can do whatever you want. You're basically an adult now. You're 19 oh years old, whether you like it or not. And that's one thing that when I was when I was around your age, I'm like, dang, I'm an adult. Like, I'm actually have to be responsible sometimes. Yeah. So you have to start thinking about that yeah. stuff. So you kind of start having to think long term. Yeah. So like it or not, this is something you're really good at. And unless you just really hate it, it would be silly to just give <laughs> right. it up and, yeah, totally. and just stop. Totally. Uh, even though, yeah, it would be, it might be a great deal with Cirque du Soleil. I mean, who might, I'm just yeah, saying like, my parents are so knowledgeable when it comes to this type of stuff. Yeah. So. They know, they know, they know they've been involved. I mean, your dad, he was in X Games himself yeah, in rollerblading, for and sure. he did pretty well himself. Pretty well, yeah. He won, if I'm not mistaken, one of the X he Games. He won uh, Gravity Games. Gravity Games. Which that's right. That's was, the one. Was really big. Um, so it's basic, more or less on the level of X, of Games. X Games. Went for the couple years it was. Yeah. Around. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, even that. So he, you were <laughs> you were born, you were bred for this even before, before. you were born. Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, I don't know. The, the atoms the were genes. just in the right place at the right time and all, all that stuff. No, Everything. It's, no, I like the, the stars aligned. What kind of like relaxes me is like I tend to remind myself like I'm still I'm still really young and I still have so much time to mess totally. up. And totally. Totally. So that always helps me. I'll go up there like on the racetrack. I'm like, it's okay. If you mess up, you mess up and you still have the rest of your life to make up for it. To be on, to be honest, I I'm kind of an adult, sort of, and I still mess up all the time. Like you're gonna be messing up your whole. You yeah, have sure. you're gonna be messing up. It's not like you mess up a couple times at, when you're young, and then for all sure. of a sudden it's perfect from there on out. Like Absolutely. life is about messing, messing up, up and figuring out how to how overcome, to overcome some of those mess ups. So yeah. you just gotta kind of just take that yeah. into consideration. Just be like, I'm a kid still, yeah. and even I'm. An old kid, but I still kid. consider myself a kid. I'm still here, like playing around, riding with kids. I taught a kid to r- drop in on bikes the other day. Like so awesome. it's it's like you get out of life what you put into it. Whatever you want to do, but at the end of the day, if you can have fun, if you can be having fun doing anything, even if you love doing paperwork in an office cubicle, yeah. and that's your thing and you love it, do it. That's like what I tell everyone. if if you're having fun, who cares what anyone else says? Who cares yeah. on the outcome? Who cares if you win, lose? Whatever. If you're still having fun and you're able to do this, yeah, you can dude, make something good for out of you. anything. Totally, like, anything. I tell everyone that. I mean, like, I think there was a uh, one guy on the online who would sell these little clay faces. He would literally take a toothpick, poke a hole for for eyeballs, and just draw a little mouth. And he ended up making like so much money just selling them online. Really? Yes. How funny is that? See, yeah, that's great. Like, you can literally make anything out of nothing. It's perfect. That- so. So I tell everyone, just like stick to it, and if you enjoy it, do it. Yeah, have fun. Something will come out of it one day. Totally. And rollerblading, luckily for me, helped. <laughs> That's awesome. That was mine. That's perfect. Well, I th- I can't imagine a better way to go out than that right there. So I think yeah. that's a great way to end it. But right, yeah. is there anything you'd like to say? Anyone you'd like to thank? Any any final last words that you'd like to instill on on us? Well, thanks to my parents. Absolutely. Bingo. But like I just said, just. Whatever it is, whatever you do, whatever puts a smile on your face, even if it's video games, 
Do it. <laughs> do it. That's awesome. That's beautiful. All right. It. Well, I guess uh, tell everyone what your social media is. I know you're just starting yeah, a YouTube yeah. thing, so why don't you get all that out there so people know how yeah, to find you? And... Johanny Velasquez. It's my YouTube. It's my Instagram. Go follow me. I live a pretty interesting life, and on my YouTube, I'll be posting what it's like to live at Woodward Camp and travel the world. So go hit it up. Beautiful. And I, once again, and your host, John Saxon, follow me at John M. Saxton. Thank you guys again for, uh, for checking out another episode of the podcast. Uh, if you keep listening, we'll keep them coming. So thanks again. We'll see you soon.